You're listening to Fear in the Southwest Podcast. This is Drew. I'm Stephanie. I'm Jason. And I'm Lewis. It didn't fade. That's Did we set that one up to fade? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll have to fix that later. Anyways. Working on what I get One time home. I was like, oh, no. Don't do that. Oh, it, dang it. I should have done it. <laughs> Oh well. Welcome back. Yeah. Anyone have any spooky experiences since we've been last recording? No, just no more than usual. Hey, <laughs> where in the world? <laughs> I have a pooch that's decided to rest her chin <laughs> on my leg. Yeah, she got tired of doing it to me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I had thing at work thrown at me. Lights flickering. We had the book fall here. Yeah. Want to tell them what happened? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He, he, Waylon went to take a nap, and I was tired, so I was going to crash out on the couch, and then I put the recliner, and then he went and did his recliner, and we both crashed out, and we woke up to this loud book that fell from the coffee table and, like, slammed on the floor. But mm. the dogs were also asleep. He was in bed. He couldn't touch it. It was just like, how did that get on the floor? We were, and we I were. was asleep for maybe like 30 minutes. It was like a good sleep. Are you sure Andrew was asleep and not messing with you? Mm. I was asleep. <laughs> we both jumped at the same How was that? But what's weird is when it hit the, the ground, it felt like someone kicked my recliner because I swore I jiggled. Wait, you sure it wasn't um, Yoshi? Nope. nope. He was oh. in the cat tree sleeping. Hmm. All the animals were laying down for once. <laughs> Yeah, they do. Anyways, so yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, the spooky so that update today. of the week. Yeah. Um, today's topic, though. Valentine's whores. Valentine's supposed to be a day of love, romance, Suicide. chocolates, hearts. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. There's oh, no. Lots I of know. reports of suicide on Valentine's. <laughs> that's because the single people are pathetic and... Lonely. I'm also talking about the Romeo and Juliet's out there. Yeah, you all think that's just a Shakespeare story. No, no. They can't have their love. They don't want any. Uh Uh-huh. So there is a dark side to Valentine's Day. There is a dark side to Valentine's. It does make people feel crappy about themselves sometimes. Come. I'm one of them. Join me on the dark side. (laughs) (laughs) Zero in the dark. Uh. Yeah, turn that down Lord. a little bit. There. <laughs> <That's weird. sighs> but no, there is a dark side to Valentine's Day. Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. What's the history of it, Steph? <clears throat> it just, you know. It has a dark It upbringing. does. It does. Ha- it, it, it's based off a dark time, you know, and it's just evolved into like this lovey-dovey thing, but it wasn't in the beginning, you know. In Roman times, you had someone named Valentine and he would marry Christian people, which there was that gray area between, you know, Roman times and Christianity. Mm-hmm. And they killed him for it. They beat him, beheaded him, they stoned him. Yeah, because he was promoting hearsay mm-hmm. or heresy. Yes, heresy, yeah. And, you know, he was executed for that. And he was considered a martyr and then deemed a saint. Well, what do you expect? It was because the Romans were doing it. 
If it ain't Catholic, the Romans don't like it. Everybody knows this. Look at Jesus. He got killed. But that wasn't the Romans that did that. Yeah, it was. Well, it was the Romans, but it wasn't the Catholic Church. No, but they all followed the Catholic Church's teachings. Mm. The only oh, Romans that like stepped away from or something to say. The only ones that kind of stepped away from it was when England got, you know, England from when the Romans became English instead of Italian. But uh, no, the Catholic Church was. The Germans actually went away from the Catholic Church first with oh. Lutheranism. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Hey! Sorry, I forgot about the Germans. Why are you <laughs> slapping me? The oh. early German people are also the cause of the fall of Rome as well. When they were more, um, what do you call it? Not romance, but like... Um, pagan? Think of the name. Pagan. They <laughs> had more pagan traditions and, you know, they... Who am I thinking of? More like Druid-like people. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so the the Catholic Church, or the the Romans and their Crusades were evil. Yes, very much so. Because they would go after anybody that didn't believe in the Catholic way. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because they tried to go after Lutheranism as well. Didn't work. Well, but... The Romans too. They also went after Christians, and then they would put them into, um, you know, arenas like the Colosseum, and they would have lions feed off of them because they were practicing Christianity. Um, they were trying to spread the word of Jesus, and they were like, "No, we have these gods. These gods are the ones who are responsible for this and that." Yeah. So. It's just the yeah. damn Holy Roman Empire. <laughs> so yes, Valentine's Day. Starts from a dark past. It does. It does start from a dark past. And so anything that starts in a dark past carries on till today. It does. Some sad things have happened. Um, well, you know, Arizona became a state in, on Valentine's Day. It did. That's not a sad thing, though. In 1912. That's because it's no longer a sad thing. Valentine's Day is now a happy thing, so. Mm-hmm. Only for the state of Arizona. <laughs> that is true. Then you got Theodore Roosevelt did not have a good Valentine's Day. No? His wife and mother died on Valentine's Day. Oh, that's true. Same year? Same year. Hours of each other. Oh, wow. Oh, what did they die of? Is there an accident? Um, mother Mitty died suddenly of typhoid <laughs> fever. And Close. his um, wife, Bright disease, which is inflammatory kidney disease. Wow. Ouch. What a positive spin to And she just given birth to their daughter, Alice, two days prior to that. Um, oh, wow. So the daughter survived, probably, though? Yeah, the daughter survived. She probably... Now, here's the set. Roosevelt's diary entry for that day was marked with an X and an inscription that said, The light has gone out of my life. Aww. Valentine's Day is fairly dark. Um, yes, there's one of mine. For me, I found, a, I found an Italian that he'd been convicted of murder and was sentenced to a um, psychiatric jail facility. Mm-hmm. He escaped like six different times. Oh, my God. Yeah, this guy was something else. Uh, but in 
He killed three people, and one of them was on Valentine's Day. Mm. He killed a transvestite by the name of Francisco Penezzi, Penenzi, who was 34, shot him in the mouth. Ooh. Oh, my God. Yeah, this guy was something else. Um, his, the guy's name was um, Bartolomia Gagliano. The, he had he was considered mentally ill. Mm-hmm. He killed the transvestite on February the fourteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. Oh wow! So oh wow! Yeah. So was it after my birthday? <laughs> Uh, but he. Yeah. Speaking of my birthday, I was supposed to be born on Valentine's Day. Hmm. What happened? Sorry. Uh, my he was stubborn. My umbilical cord said, "Fuck that! No, you're not being born on Valentine's Day. Um, you're coming four days early." So I did. Ah, but coming out looking like a Smurf. <laughs> but yeah, he was placed in a psychiatric hospital mm-hmm. after that murder for eight years. He escaped six times, shot a prostitute in the neck. In the neck? But she lived. Yeah, you can get shot in the neck and live. As long as it doesn't nail yeah. the arteries. Right. But she was in critical condition for a long time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would imagine so, yeah. I mean, you just got shot in the neck. But <laughs> the guy... Took an arrow to for, the knee. For some reason... <laughs> Really? But whenever whenever Gagliano's mom got sick, they let him out for a day for compassionate whatever. Mm-hmm. A little sabbatical to the the Italians and their laws are kind of weird when it comes to prisons and stuff. Well, it's all about family with the Italians. Well, still if it if they're a convicted murderer, they should not be getting out of jail, period. They should not That's get out. That's true. true. So. Unless, of course, you have, like, you know, 600 armed guards following this motherfucker all around. Yeah. Like, don't worry. We got him. Of course, if he tries to make a run from him, we got to shoot him. We may have a little bit of a collateral damage, but we got him. <laughs> he ended up escaping on the day pass. Ended up in France. Where he... He was supposed to be extradited back to Italy, but instead he went out on his own and was uh, killed himself. Hmm. Hmm. How? I don't know. It doesn't say. All those bastards. You, they build you they all build up you for up that. And and it's like, oh, okay, he killed himself. Oh, what? How? And then they died. There wasn't a lot of explanation. Yeah. Because it was 1989, and European yeah, courts before. don't allow a lot of information to be yeah, put out. that's true. Europeans, even with convicts, they still respect the right to privacy. Oh, yeah. But that's the dude I looked up. Hmm. Your turn, Steph. Um... Like, damn it, I wanted to go well, last. Well, okay, well, mine's a personal experience. Oh. So, when I was in middle school, I had this boy that had a crush on me. Oh. And he had bought me flowers, and he was really sweet. He used to buy me, like, all kinds of stuff all the time. 
I think his mom was probably his mother that got me stuff. But you know, he he tried. Well, anyways, he we were on the monkey bars, and he wanted to show me a trick, and he tried to do like this flip thing, and he fell, and all of a sudden his arm was like jello. Uh, he like broke his arm in front of me, and I felt really bad. It was one of the worst things. Mm. Not yeah. a good Valentine's Day. No, I no. felt bad for him, and you know, then I bought him a bunch of stuff because I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, He's all well played. That was a great well played. Trick. <laughs> and I even like went to the school dance with him and stuff, and then you know, um, yeah. Now he's in prison, but you know. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> wow! Whoa! And the dark twist. <laughs> Back it there. up for a second. You are not just going to skate over that one. No. Well, like you know, it was middle school, and then high school. He got into like the gangs and stuff. Ah. And, you know, thought he was a homie so, G, or I don't know. And then you know, I found out years later, like, hey, have you heard about Robert? And I was like, no, I haven't. And they're like, oh, he's in prison. And I was like, oh. Hmm. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. So, you know, sometimes it, yeah, you know, but it was on Val, and you know what? His birthday too. It was his birthday. That's right. It was his birthday. It was Valentine's, and he did that. And we were just having a good time. You know, we we're just hanging out, and then William, he fell. You could hear it, like you could hear it, like crunch. Oh. And I remember being like, "Are you okay?" And he was just like screaming, and his it's like jello, jello, and like the way everyone picked him up and took him, and I was like, "Was that my fault?" And so I went home and I cried because I was like, I made a guy. Like, he's always doing that. Oh, my gosh. No, it wasn't your fault. It was a dude doing stupid stuff to impress a girl. <laughs> we went to Walgreens and my nana made me buy him a bunch of stuff. See, in that, in that case, <laughs> Candy. it worked in his favor. Mm-hmm. He got your sympathy and he got your attention. That's true. <laughs> Unfortunately, it cost his parents a boatload in medical bills. But yeah. the plan of do something stupid in front of a girl, you may get it, worked in his favor on that one. There's been quite a few guys where it has not. Okay, Jason. What do you have for us? <laughs> I've got a movie that came out back in the... Well, it's actually kind of two movies, but there's it one's a remake oh, from yeah, 2009. Yeah. The other one is uh, from 1981. Mm-hmm. Both made by Canada. If you ever watch any of their... Um, you mean uh, made in Canada? Not made... By by Canada. Canada. <laughs> no, it was actually made by Canadians. It was a Canadian <laughs> company. And it okay. was filmed in Canada. So made in Canada. So yeah. Made in Canada. Not made by Canada. The not government. made by Canada. Canada's government's making okay. movies now. Have you ever seen yeah. the infomercials from Canada? You know, the, the, the mm-hmm. PSAs? Yeah, trust me. These guys know how to throw a sick twist on anything. Hey. They're the guys that go and show this wonderful, happy baby shower. And all of a sudden, a woman pulls out a whistle... And the grandma goes, that's rape whistle. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, come on. Get to your story. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Jeez. I'll just give some people a backstory about how messed up Canada That's the story you tell about Canada? And that's a rape whistle. Oh, this one. Yeah. Well, this one's called My Bloody Valentine. Yes, yes. Ah, yes. Basically, it's, you know, it was made in 1981 by, you know, this Canadian slasher film. Um... There was a mine in a town called Valentine Bluff. The supervisors who watched the mine to make sure if there's any you know methane buildup inside, they open the vents, air it out, and allow the miners to be safe. They have an annual, they had an annual Valentine's Day dance on Valentine's Day. Well, the two supervisors decide, well, methane levels look fine. 
Let's go to the dance. I'm sure it'll be fine when we get back. It wasn't. It built up. It exploded. Caved in and almost cost the lives of all the miners that were down there. There was about... Uh, I can't remember how many there was. Uh, there was... It doesn't say. I can't remember anymore. <laughs> uh, there's like six to eight of them. Mm -hmm. uh, by the time rescue crews um, were able to get there, because I mean they heard the explosion, or someone did, and they mentioned, hey, there was an explosion at the mine. By the time they did, they only found one survivor. Mm -hmm. um, and he had pretty much resorted to cannibalism in order to survive, because it took him a few Jeez. days to uh -huh. dig him out. Uh, he had enough air, at least. Um, he had enough yeah. air. <laughs> they need that. Well, that was the other reason why he also killed him, was to conserve the air. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the reason why I said he had enough air. Uh. <clears throat> well, he ended up driving oh, him insane. I thought you said enough air. I thought you said enough air. <laughs> he had enough air. At least he had enough air. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought he said, too. So, <laughs> enough air, because yeah. he ended up killing off the other miners so he could survive, but it drove his, him batty. Mm -hmm. So, they end up sending him off to an insane asylum, mm -hmm. where... You know, following year, he escapes from and kills the two supervisors who had let the accident happen. Yeah. As well as some other people. Oh, my gosh. And he did it on Valentine's Day. He would actually cut out their hearts mm -hmm. and put them into a candy box and delivered mm -hmm. it to the owner of the mine. So they, of course, you know, they they got him and they ended up killing him and they buried the whole incident. They just, they stopped the dance and they buried the entire incident. Nobody could remember it. Well, 20 years later, all the kids who were little kids, they're now grown-up teenagers, and a new mayor, well, it was the mayor's son, takes over, and he decides, we're going to redo the dance. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody, all the old generation goes, no, you're going to bring back the slasher. Because, remember, they, the previous mayor and the sheriff killed off the guy. Mm -hmm. But they buried that fact. They didn't let no one know, because if they knew, they just restart the dance like nothing ever happened, so... They use that to help, you know, keep you from doing the dance. Yeah. They're using it as a psychological warfare. <clears throat> well, that's 20 years. Kids are like, if he ain't coming back yet, he's never coming back. Mm -hmm. So they decide to throw the dance and all of a sudden a miner in the full gear, gas mask and everything with a pickaxe goes around and starts killing people. Mm. Turns out it was actually the son of one of the supervisors who had um, witnessed... The original miner, his name was Henry Morden, Warden, kill everybody. And, you know, it gave, left him a lot of psychological scars. Plus, he was trying to get on with the new mayor's daughter, so the original mayor's granddaughter, you could say. <coughs> Didn't work out too for, well for him because, you know, um, after they finally, you know, he kills like half the teenage population, basically, or at least a good chunk of it. Uh, they trap him in the mine and, you know, he rips his own arm off and says, I'll get my revenge and runs off in the depths. And that's kind of how they end with him laughing maniacally as uh -huh. he escapes. Now, was this based on a true story, though? Or is it just a movie? Uh, because you just said it was a movie. You didn't say it was based on a true story. It wasn't based solely on a true story, but it does have a lot of mm -hmm. elements of like the, uh, the mind collapsing yeah, and people... Committing the cannibalism and everything. Mm -hmm. That is based upon true events that did happen to coal miners back in the day. Mm -hmm. So there are elements of a true story. They just kind of embellish it to make it fit a Valentine's story. Yeah. Okay. 
I got one. That's a good one, though. That is a good one. Yeah. There was a remake in 2009 I think I saw the remake. Yeah, Um, My Bloody Valentine in 3D. A lot of the same plot, a few changes here and there. I think I was at a friend's house, and it was one of those movies just (coughs) in the background, because I remember some of those, but yeah. 3D effects. So, um, this happened on Valentine's Day. True story. The murder of Jodine Sarin. Valentine's Day in 2007, um, Art and... Lois Seren went to visit their 39-year-old daughter, Jodine, at her condo. Jodine was, um, I should also note, mentally disabled, but enough, she was independent enough to live by herself, but had to get checked on frequently. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess her parents arrived to the door being chained and locked. Her dad broke in the door, found this man, <laughs> and her doing it in the bedroom. And the dad kicked, you need to leave, get your clothes on. And they left the room. And she never came out, and they went in there and found her dead in her bed, mm-hmm. nude, and the guy's gone. And they did DNA evidence, and the man is still has not been found. So he killed her while their parents were still in the apartment? Yep. They left the room to give him privacy to get clothes on. And, and when he came out of the room, they didn't, like, question they, him or he anything? He disappeared. He disappeared. Vanished. That's kind of weird. That is what did he weird. do? Just like stab her in her chest or something? Or Beaten strangle and strangled to death. Wouldn't they hear that? They right? Sh- or maybe they, they just would. thought it they depends, were having It depends on how well. Kinky sex, but. Or they did, they did walk away to give a privacy to get clothes on. Yeah. So, of course, when they hear some running around or yeah. some weird muffled the, you know, noises, they're probably thinking they're just having a bit of an argument. They're trying to keep it muffled. Maybe, and yeah. They're, they're rummaging around to get their clothes on. There's one logical explanation. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be looking heavily at to why. Or maybe the parents, the parents were hearing impaired. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Maybe. But they never found out who the guy was, even with the DNA? No. They, and they, this was in 2007? Yep, they have not located that hmm. person yet. Wow. Well, that's terrible. Yeah. And I've got, I've got one more, too. The most infamous thing that ever happened on Valentine's Day. The St. Valentine's Day Massacre. I was wondering in Chicago. That up. Of course, it'd be that, Illinois. This is now that seven people mm-hmm. murdered in a garage. What the? Yeah. Yeah. It what? was back in the day of Al Capone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back in 1929. Yep. I thought it was a broad day shooting at a restaurant. It was at 10:30 a.m. at a garage in the Lincoln Park neighborhood of Chicago's north side. Okay, so the story's been changed around in Dallas multiple times over the years. Gotcha. Yes. Um, They were shot by four men using weapons that included two Thompson submachine guns. Jesus. That never changed. No, that's (laughs) never changed. No, what story you hear? That always remains. (laughs) Apparently, two of the shooters were wearing uniformed police or wearing yeah, police as, uniforms. Yep, dressed as police uniforms. Yep. While the others wore suits, ties, overcoats, and hats. Um, the victims included five members of the George Bugs Morant's Northside Gang. Uh, that's a tongue. That's a... Morant's second-in-command and brother-in-law, Albert Kachelik, also named, known as James Clark, was killed along with Adam Heyer, the gang's bookkeeper and business manager, Albert Weinshake, who believed or who managed several cleaning and dining operations for Moran, 
and gang enforcers Frank Gusenberg and Peter Gusenberg. But that happened on Valentine's Day in broad daylight at 10.30 a.m. Wow. 1929. And you know that had to be loud. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine that? With the Thompson oh. submachine guns? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, those There's things no were loud. There's no <laughs> There's a lot of, there's a movie, I can't think of the name of it right now, but there's a movie that kind of depicts that, but at a later time, like in the 70s, I think. I mm. forgot what movie Yeah, that's is. what I was talking about. Yeah, and how... they lead them into the garage and everything. They're like talking, and then all of a sudden they get ambushed. Mm. Yeah, there was one, I remember, where they were talking about it. It was some movie or whatnot, they mentioned it, but they said it was at a restaurant or, mm-hmm. no, wait, I remember what it was. It was, it was a gangster movie. And it was the same type of setup, but in a restaurant. No. But it was based upon the actual St. Valentine's Day murder because they had the two guys in uniform outside the restaurant. They just gunned everybody down inside the restaurant. But that's what I was getting. That's what I was remembering from. Yeah, that Hollywood likes to go and take true stories and they'll shift them, yeah. flip the script a little bit on them and make it seem more theatrically appealing <laughs> than just, you know, a couple guys walking there, talking with who they thought were friends or acquaintances and all of a sudden hey by the way brah, you're yep. dead yeah <laughs> yeah so that's the most infamous in the United States at least mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah like I said it's been it's been lent to books movies radio shows I mean all over media that that damn story has been shared mm-hmm. a lot more than the Saint of Valentine I wish I could think of a movie now that, that shows so it just shows Valentine's Day isn't all didn't the chocolate and hearts Untouchables show a scene of that? Maybe it is that I know. I can't remember, I can't remember if it was the TV was series or the movie or the original movie or the remake one. Or was it a TV series? I can't remember. I know it was one it with Kevin Costner. It wasn't Donnie Brasco, was it? No. Ooh, uh, I don't think so. No. I thought you were saying Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. No. No. Rusco, Rusco, P. Coltrane. But they also did do a movie back in 1967, mm. and it was called the Saint Day, or Saint Valentine's Day Massacre. Hmm. Mm. It was a gangster film. Sounds about right. Yeah, checks out. That uh, checks out. <laughs> so Valentine's Day is not just oh lovey dovey, lovey dovey. Yeah. It's also it's been commercialized and yeah. It's a Hallmark Mark holiday. Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Quit that, Andrew. Let me have my own thoughts there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Beware of Hallmark Channel. Because since Valentine's Day around the corner, you know it's going to be flooded with those movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do it every time there's a big celebration. Watch. Mm-hmm. Just pop it on. It is just flooded. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I had the cable underneath the table, underneath the plate, and I was pulling on it from down here, so it was moving. (laughs) Get y'all wondering, I had a paper plate next to me, and I had my cable for my headset underneath of it. I was pulling it from underneath the table, and Stephanie saw it moving, and just got freaked out. I was like... (laughs) Yeah. I love it, tiny paper plate. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, ghosty. And I didn't even set that up at all. No, yeah, that just perfect. was a natural occurrence. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> anybody else have one? No, I don't I got a whole list you, you of hit ghost the, stories. You hit the big one. But another one tops that, yeah. 
I mean, you got a romantic murder plot. Yeah. Forbidden not... love. <laughs> yeah. Deathly love triangle. Yeah. Right on the How much you get on this darker side of Valentine's Day? You think they should, you know? It's always so uplifting and like... You're so beautiful. I love your eyes. Have a sweet heart. And they always have it in a small town. It's a small town and someone comes in and... They hate the town, but then they fall in love and they stay. Yeah, exactly. Or like for Christmas, it's always they inherit a hotel. Yeah. And they're going to sell it, but the townspeople convince them to redo it. And Mm -hmm. they fall in love with the handyman and then, yeah, everything's great. Yeah, no. no. Hallmark. No. Hallmark <laughs> Channel sucks. Is <laughs> <laughs> she in well, the darker that, side of Valentine's? There was day. one. I remember watching. It was a Christmas one, um, where a dude was traveling along, or it was a chick. One of the two. I can't remember now. Anyways, the main pro tag was traveling along, and the car breaks down outside a sleepy little town, like always. Mm-hmm. But here's the kicker, though. Here's the twist they had. Seven eighths of the movie. She wanted pretty much nothing, or the protag, I don't he or she, they wanted nothing to do with the town, the people, or the love interest. They made it through seven-eighths of the movie. Now, granted, getting close towards the end there, they were starting to realize, oh, crap, I'm falling in love with all these people. <laughs> but they were, vel- they were adamantly denying any sort of connection with these people. So... I give a pro- I don't remember the name of that damn movie because I saw it once and I've never seen it again. <laughs> All right, guys. Hallmark Challenge. They, I think they no, screwed up. No, 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 no. This is a challenge for Hallmark. Oh. Ah. No, to come Hallmark up with challenge. a dark movie? I want oh, Hallmark so to get can. in. Big City. Valentine's Day. But dark and scary. It'll never happen. No, it's, it There doesn't. is a show that... It's small town. Yes, I would know because I have no life, okay? (laughs) There is a show, Small Town, but they solve murders together. Mm -hmm. Is it Nancy Drew? Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Or the Hardy Boys? It's like. (laughs) Or Scooby Doo? (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Yeah, I win. (laughs) Damn it. It's like Aurora Tea Garden. What? Gazoontite. What? Oh, let's go have go to the Aurora Tea but Garden. But they always like she's like um she's like a librarian, but she just knows all this information, and people get murdered in her town, and she solves it. You but sure this is murder? She wrote but every time, <laughs> right? Angela Lansbury. Sounds like don't it? But every time she falls in love with someone, they die. <laughs> they die. No, okay, that's not murder. Well, one, one of them, they almost die, but like she oh, stays with the same guy one. maybe two or three three episodes, and then. It's always a new guy after that. Jesus. So, wait well, a minute. good for her. Hold on. <laughs> okay, she, so so, she rotates. She's a kind of a slutty librarian. <laughs> <laughs> she rotates out boyfriends like Star Trek rotates out red shirts. She checks them in, checks them out. But <laughs> <laughs> well, they're only in town for a little while. They can't they're go past the due date. They investigate the case. They do their shenanigans and then they go. And of course, they never show it. You know, they don't even kiss on Hallmark sometimes. That is true. It's usually only after the big reconciliation yeah. or big, you know, confession moment. The climax of the film. Let's just go yeah. and say what it is. By the climax of the Hallmark film, that's when the kiss happens. Yeah, and it's usually just a, like, a... And then all of a sudden, like, five... <laughs> yeah, it's like a little it's smooch. Just... <laughs> five seconds later, here come the credits. Yeah, it's just... It's like, very... you're watching it going, well, that was an interesting climax. And 
It's over. What, wait, what? Where the hell is that? It's like, you know, just like, like real life. I, <laughs> I suffered through all this shit for, for no you. epilogue. You just give me a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Peace out. I'm right? Just like real life. Like, I want you yeah, so good bad, point. but yeah. I'm just going to peck your lips. Like, no. That's, oh, that's, it's been so I admit. Bye. Yeah, like, it's not even like. No, and they lived happily ever after. The end. It's like. Yeah, I don't feel satisfied with this movie at all. <laughs> okay, but now I have a fear of Tucson. It's been raining. Oh. <laughs> and I have to drive home. Hailing. And we've had hail today. And what people in hell? Tucson do not know how to drive when the roads are wet. So I'm fearful. It's mm. scary. Same. Especially if I try to turn my wheel and hit the brakes same time. I go straight instead of turning. Yeah, Sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. That's just what happens with me. Uh, that's how everybody else in this town, outside the two, my two co-workers here, that's how everybody outside, out in this town drives normally. Like, they're trying to turn on a slick road while hitting the brakes. Yeah. It's scarier than hell. Well, you're not supposed to be making the turn while you have the brakes on anyway. You're supposed to slow down before the curve or the I turn. Do. I slow down, I start to make the turn, and just so I'm getting out of the brakes. I, I, I ride I'm with you every once in a while, and I know how you drive. You drift? No, 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 no. My ass end still stays directly behind me. I go in a straight line. I'm an arrow. I do an arrow maneuver. He drives a Prius, he doesn't drift. Wrong one. <laughs> They're labeled. They're not labeled. Not at the same time. It was like. So. A Prius will not drift no matter what. I'm sure I can make it. It does do drift. It. I've don't seen it drift. It, I just got to put some good tires on the front and have the crappy ones on the back. Then I can get a drift going. Hit the e-brake. Well, I can do that too. Well, I, don't have a, I have a manual one, so. I don't have an e-brake. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You, you drive a stick. Oh, no. no, sorry. It's a parking brake with a stick. It's not called an emergency brake. It's a parking, parking brake. brake. But... Mine is also electronic, so I don't have a stick to grab to do oh, a J turn. No, he flips up that that uh, that lever. It's it will go. engage, but he'll have to come to a complete stop to disengage it. That's the problem. That thing will engage while it's moving, but to disengage, you gotta be already stopped and in neutral. That yeah. does not. <laughs> don't like... hit that button. No. No. I tend. Oops. Not putting that out there because Tucson's scary is enough. Yes. And we know people will try I forgot my English. <laughs> Tucson is scary enough. There we go. But another good episode. Why are you looking at me like that? It is another good episode in the books. Because <laughs> apparently he board. already thinks that we're done recording. <laughs> we are. This has been Fear in the Southwest podcast, y'all. This is Drew. I'm Stephanie. I'm Jason. And I'm Lewis. Stay scary. No one else? All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. The last time I tried to do it, you... You cut me off most of the time when I try to do it, it so no. <laughs> Have a good evening, people. <laughs>